This is the FM Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the program Vat Samvad, tonight we bring you an interview with Dr. K. Sivan, Chairman, Indian Space Research Organization. The interview is H. Sudhindra, AIR Correspondent. Today is an important day in the history of ISRO and also Indian Space Science. So, after the lunar insertion of Chandrayaan 2, what is the way ahead for Chandrayaan 2? Now, today is that, uh, that uh, lunar orbit insertion maneuver was really very very important one and also we have done it uh, very precisely to ensure that the Chandrayaan 2 is uh, going around the moon in the perfect orbit as we planned and uh, basically this uh, in order to land at, uh, at the moon at a specified location near South Pole and uh, we have a special constraint of the orbit of the Chandrayaan 2 should be 90 degree to the with respect to moon's equator and to achieve that one that uh, two maneuvers that is uh, the translunar injection maneuver whatever that happened on 14th and uh, the lunar orbit insertion maneuver whatever happened today are necessarily has to be very precise one and more accurate one and we could do it so that uh, the precise orbit we got. Right now the Chandrayaan 2 is uh, going around the moon in an orbit of uh, 114 kilometer perilune and uh, 18,000 kilometers upper loon with the inclination of 88.0 degree with respect to moon's equator. So further when the Chandrayaan goes towards closer to the moon, will there be many more maneuvers so that you position it in such a way that the orbiter and rover separate from the lander and the rover separate from the orbiter. So what will be the steps that will be uh, initiated till it lands on moon on September 7th? Now this, as I said earlier, the right now the orbit of the Chandrayaan 2 is slightly eccentric with the one side that 114 kilometer, other side 18,000 kilometer. The, the first mission is the next four or five days will be reducing this altitude of this that 18,000 kilometer to near to 100 kilometer. So that it will be brought into an orbit of 100 kilometer by 100 kilometer. That is the first job a series of maneuvers will be done with that. Subsequent that one, that is, uh, that's, uh, the lander will be separated from the orbiter and then the, the main operations will be now shifting to orbiter and will be carrying out that uh, the de-boost maneuver that uh, in the lander to reduce that orbit also further down from 100 by 100 to 100 by 35 kilometer, one side 35 kilometer. And from 35 kilometer onwards, the, the rear, the powered descent will start. And uh, once the powered descent is started, within 15 minutes, it will reach the surface of the moon. This is the first time that India is attempting to land near the South Pole. So what are the challenges that ISRO will be facing to achieve this task? See, first of all, that we had the experience of going around the planetary bodies earlier, like Chandrayaan 1, then Mars Orbiter mission, then Chandrayaan 2, now this one. Whereas the landing on a planetary body is the first time we are going to experience. It is the, we never had any experience earlier. 
and uh, here for landing on the moon specifically that is there is no atmosphere only that the velocity has to be reduced only by propulsion system and this propulsion system will be varying the throttling the system will be used for this purpose also the very accurate different types of sensors will be required also there is a different type of that navigation guidance and general algorithm will be functioning and all this has to be done on board without any problem without any support from outside and uh, once it is started uh, no way of stopping in between it will continuously it will, should function so this particular way this is a new thing for us uh, thing and uh, with the expertise whatever we have i am sure that we will be able to achieve so usually you have one satellite going around i mean whenever you launch a satellite it is just one orbiter but this time you have three that is one orbiter you have lander and rover so will that add up to your challenge you have to control three when you said autonomous that is autonomous actually lander you said but still since it is there are three entities is it different from the previous launches yes sir this is uh, different from previous launches but it is not an issue yes three bodies we are we are it is equal to that we are monitoring 48 or 50 bodies that orbital bodies is like that it is um, three together that, that way handling three will not be a, the, the issue is nothing new for us this one uh, sir we have the chandrayaan 2 and there are different applications for the satellite and spacecraft so what are these application how is it useful to the humanity and how will it help the future missions now first of all that uh, it is going to map that uh, rock forming elements like uh, aluminum calcium magnesium iron also it is going to map that uh, minerals water then it is going to uh, really see that uh, what is the type of atmosphere combinations even though atmosphere is not there very feeble the, the atmosphere is there so at least what is that content that is the one then where is the seismic activity where the lander is landing and what are the thermophysical characteristics of at landing location like that many such things are there and uh, this is the uh, place we are we are going to a place where nobody else has gone and we are expecting that a new science is going to be discovered by this particular mission that way it will be useful for the future missions whatever planning near to the chandrayaan near to the south pole So there are new technology also in being introduced and you're using it for the first time during the press conference also you mentioned so which are these uh, new critical technologies and how will it help uh, isro's future mission now this technology is that whatever we are going to develop we are going to achieve by this mission that it will be further it will be definitely useful for us that uh, this is not going to one of the missions it is going to be future so for example that uh, our, uh, going to a planetary body and going around the planetary body that we have done for chandrayaan 1 then mars orbiter mission now chandrayaan 2 yes it is used like that uh, this landing technology now we are getting and it will be useful for later when you are landing on a planetary body or even we wanted to take a man to the moon it will be useful like that so many this new technology is always beneficial uh, if you can also tell us about gslv mark 3 m1 that you used to launch the satellite so what was so unique about this heavy lift uh, launch vehicle and how will it uh, be useful in our future missions will there be any mission that's already finalized where you are going to use this launch vehicle 
Now this GSLE uh, Matri is heavily planted, this one, and uh, because this particular mass of the Chandrayaan 2 was uh, the huge, that it was uh, more than the capacity of the GSLV, we have uh, used the GSLV Matri for this purpose, uh, this one. And uh, our, uh, this, uh, the capacity of this vehicle is we are going to enhance. Already this particular uh, GSLV Matri M1 said that 15% performance was enhanced when compared to the previous vehicle. And this will be further increased, this uh, performance, so that in the that, uh, our later stage, that even step by step will be there and we will be taking about step by 6 ton after incorporating the semi-crogenous engine. So like that this vehicle will be always, will be growing to increase that, enhance the payload capacity. Will this be also used for Gaganyan? The GSV Matri only is planned to be used for Gaganyan. So what will be the necessary modifications that are required in GSV Matri that is for needed for Gaganyan? Because the astronauts are also going in. No, that is the water necessary modification that will be, will be incorporated. No, the capsule in which the astronauts are sitting. Yes, sir, so that is a separate. That is not part of the... Right now also is not part of Matri. That will be... This is a configuration definition. So that will be added, I mean, configured yes, into the existing... GSLV. Not into that, it will be attached to that Matri vehicle. Oh, attached to the Matri. If you can, if we can share the information on a small satellite launch vehicle. No, that Where development is going on right now. Okay, so I mean, is there any, you said December? We are targeting for December launch. Okay. The development is going on. What will be the, which will be the next uh, launcher after Chandrayaan 2? After this, uh, we are planning to have the Kato Sat 3 satellite mission. I mean, till December, what will be the program? Because every month you had planned to... Yeah, we have many programs, the Takatasat mission, the next day after the RSI to BR mission. Like there are many missions are there. Uh, one final question, sir. Out of the data that is generated from Chandrayaan 2, you will be sharing it with other space-faring nations. So, what will be the collaboration with them uh, for our future missions? For example, with NASA. Any cooperation or bilateral agreements being made on that? Now, that is a, usually that the data, whatever we are getting from science, that will be given to the, everybody. Anybody can access, the register, then they can access data. Based on this, uh, the, the science or study that any collaboration will come, that uh, I cannot say now. Maybe after that only, after this one only we say that right now. But for the giving, using that the science, the data, science data, for that any collaboration is not required. Fine, sir. Thank you. You were listening to an interview with Dr. K. Sivan, Chairman, Indian Space Research Organization. The interviewer was Ed Sudhindra, AIR Correspondent. This program was produced and presented by the New Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.nic.in. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com. 